2: you have an Airbnb your home might be worth more than you think
0: find out how much at airbnb.com slash host hi there thanks for joining me i'm john leary and this is the saturday quiz the podcast where i ask the questions from the quiz in the saturday paper and it's up to my guests to answer them the Melbourne International Film Festival has just opened. So, joining me on this episode are the writer and director, as well as one of the producers of the MIF premiere fund supported feature film, The Rooster, which will have its premiere at the festival tonight, Saturday, the 5th of August. Welcome to the show, Mark Leonard Winter and Geraldine Hakewell. Thank you so much, Johnny. Thank you. It's great hello, to be you here. Too. Hello, Hi. hello. Oh, it's fantastic to have you back on the podcast. I
2: returning just... champs,
1: returning champs, <laughs> returning champs. <laughs> I
2: was just wooing because it's so cool. It's so cool to hear someone talk about our film because it's just been us talking about it.
0: So oh, yeah, far. well, you have to do that again now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so tell me about The Rooster.
1: Well, it's an independent uh, Australian drama mm-hmm. starring sell Hugo it,
2: Mark, <laughs> Hugo
1: Weaving and uh, Phoenix Ray um, two extraordinary actors and it's a film that we made at our house in the Hepburn Shire sort of out near Dalesford. Incredible. Yeah the basic story is it's about a small town cop who sort of makes a terrible error at work which ends up causing the death of someone who he's very close to and it's sort of he sort of spirals as a consequence of that and 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 meets a rather eccentric sort of hermit who lives in the forest who may have been the last person to see his friend alive so it's it's sort of it sort of evolves into a story about friendship and and uh hopefully it goes well tonight johnny it's it's first time out tonight
0: yeah wow and not only is the film showing at the festival, but Mark, tell me about this. You're also doing, what is it, like a, a masterclass with Hugo Weaving, who you directed in The Rooster? Yeah,
1: well, there's there's these Accelerator Labs um, as part uh-huh. of the, the Melbourne Film Festival. They run these programs for sort of new filmmakers, you know, and I guess the idea is is just they get to talk to and hear from industry sort of professionals um, so, yeah, we're doing a, a, a class, a, a, well, not a class as such, but a talk about acting, you know, so I, I imagine <laughs> I'll be listening as much as they are uh, to <laughs> Hugo talking. So, But, yeah, there's some really cool events. It, it, it'll be really yeah, fun. Yeah,
0: because I, I saw that you're both going to Castlemaine um, for a yes. Meet the Filmmakers Yep. event yeah. at the Theatre Royal there on the closing day of the festival, mm-hmm. Sunday the 20th. That's
2: right. Yeah, MIF do the Travelling Film Festival to regional cinemas in Victoria and Castlemaine is one of the cinemas that the Rooster's is showing at and it's the one that is closest to where we live uh-huh. and so there'll be a lot of locals there
1: Uh, Yeah, a lot of people who worked on the film. Yeah, yeah, Oh, um, super. Yeah, right. Yeah, it'll be really cool. Yeah.
2: And the film's also very excitingly part of the Bright Horizons competition, which is NIFS official competition I think it's one of two Australian films out of 11 in the competition oh wow we're, we're, we're not holding our breath but it's incredible to be a part of that and it's incredible to be in conversation with those other films yeah wow. it's, it's for first oh,
1: and, cool. first and te- second time filmmakers uh-huh. but the lineup is pretty amazing there's just some extraordinary films so
0: because yeah. I, I should make it clear to, to my listeners that this is your first film as a writer director it is correct? yeah
1: spent quite a bit of time in front of the camera but this is the first time behind it Brilliant. yeah I sort of feel like I've been plugged into the film school matrix man I've sort of <laughs> done so much learning in such a short amount of time wow and, but really my sort of feeling is that, that the film exists is just amazing and yeah. I'm just incredibly grateful to just everybody who sort of came and made, yeah. made it possible because it was a real team effort and
0: um, people were
1: so generous with their time and talent.
0: And Jerry, is it your first time producing as as well? Or have you produced in the past? I've
2: produced some short things before, some music videos, some short films, but... This is the first feature and definitely the biggest thing I've ever produced. And, you know, we've been saying that naivety was our friend because (laughs) Mark was like, hey, I've written this script. And I was like, cool, we can probably make it. Cut to (laughs) two and a half years later. And I think we've both aged about 10 years. And (laughs) uh, And, it was a much bigger mountain to climb than we ever thought. But But, you know, these things, you wouldn't have done it if you knew how hard it would be. But at the same time... I'm so glad that we did do it and that we did it together.
1: Um, and to uh, to add to that, Johnny, when we started filming, we just found out that Jerry was pregnant, <laughs> and she was suffering from terrible morning sickness. And so I, my mum and dad came to help us on the movie, and I was just like, "Mom, just get her some crackers, get her some dry crackers." And I'm sort of watching. We didn't have a unit department to set up all the marquees and everything, so I'm sort of trying to direct watching Jerry. Pull marquees out of the backs of youths. I was just, this can't be good. This can't be good. Mark would
2: sidle up to me and go, Should you be doing that? And I'd yell at him, There's nobody else. (laughs) There's no one
1: else because of what you did in making this film and baby. And
2: oh. But we did both those things, and our child is healthy and happy and hilarious. And the film is healthy and. Happy and, and actually is and quite is, happy,
0: healthy and hilarious yeah, in a way. Sometimes yeah, sometimes
2: hilarious. Yeah. So yeah. Um, now we're at the other side of it, we can breathe a bit.
0: <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah. uh, now, I usually ask at this point uh, if my guests have a favourite piece of trivia. Do oh, either of you have a favourite piece of trivia? Oh, I, I still quite like US politics. Oh, yeah? You know, but...
2: Is there a specific... Yeah, but is though.
1: there a thing like? Oh, do I have a favorite piece of trivia? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant subject. Oh, look, look, mate, you've got me stumped there.
2: Oh, new parents, <laughs> Johnny, our brains are just like scrambled <laughs> eggs.
0: <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, you can you can pass on there that if, a, if you like. There must
2: be a good piece of trivia about what happens to uh, new parents' brains, though, with a newborn. There must be some. Oh, there must be something interesting yeah, there, about.
0: There must be you lose
2: about three quarters of your brain cells <laughs> in the creation of your offspring. <laughs> that's what it feels yeah.
0: like. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's a. Is that your favourite piece of trivia, Look, or is that just a, that's a depressing? Just
2: a, that's a lived experience, I think.
0: <laughs> Where
1: yeah. all I've got, Johnny, all that's coming into my mind is how many keys are there on a piano. 88 oh. and that's oh that'll do yeah so that's all
0: i've got in my head at the minute i've got one that is kind of related to that yeah i always assumed that middle c was called middle c mm. because it's like roughly the middle of the piano mm. but it's that's not why it's called middle c oh, really jerry you know why it's called well, middle c well
2: no but i was going to say it's not really the middle of the piano but
0: no, exactly. That's why I was always like, well, it's not really the yeah. middle. Like, what are, what are we doing here? <laughs> but it's because it's halfway... It, oh, middle C the staves. Is, oh, the stave. Yeah. Yeah. Go of for course, it. Yeah. You, I- explain it. It's
2: halfway between the bass clef and the treble clef. Yeah. yeah. It's at hmm. the bottom of the treble clef and the top of the bass clef. Exactly right.
0: Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's get to the quiz proper. Here we go. You ready? ready. Question number one. True or false? There are more than 50 sovereign countries in Africa, and there's bonus points for naming the largest by area and the largest by population. How's your African knowledge? My
2: geography generally
0: is terrible. It's a weak spot for me Um, too, unfortunately. Should we say
2: yes? Well,
0: lucky this one is just a 50-50. Should
2: we say true and should we say largest... Area. 50. Well, let, let's just get
0: the true or false out of the way first. Yeah. You're going true? Sure. We'll, we'll go
1: true, John. True.
0: It is true. Yeah. Very well done. There are 54, well, depending on who you ask, mm. there's either 54 or 55 countries in Africa with the Sahrawi Arab Democratic Republic. Being a partially recognised state, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's that's the one that's the contentious one. Okay. okay. So now tell me, uh-huh. the largest by area and the largest by population. <laughs> oh, I,
2: I, God, this I, is I, so. I, I ju- I'm just not yeah, sure yeah, where like,
0: we should name a country in Africa. That that's the like name uh, your
2: country in Africa. <laughs> um. Well, but I'm just not sure.
0: You, you don't want to look, like come across an idiot uh, well, by saying like I
2: already do Brazil, because, oh, <laughs> Brazil. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, no. I wasn't thinking Brazil, but I Good. look. I can picture. I can picture Egypt up there, but I don't think that's one of the biggest ones in terms of.
0: It might size. be population it, though. It's in the top five oh, of population. S- it is not the biggest though. And nor is it the big. I'm not sure if it's uh, where it ranks in terms of its. Would South Africa be one
2: of the big, bigger population-wise?
0: Well, that's actually not even in the top five. That's the sixth biggest. Okay. Yeah, but at least you're naming countries in Africa, which is you know not always an easy thing to do.
2: I don't know how big Zimbabwe is. Is that reasonably big, or is that no? Go the go the
0: other end of the alphabet. Okay. A. Yeah. Name an African country that starts with A. <laughs> yeah. And and look to make you feel better. I had no idea about this one in terms of the biggest the biggest okay. in either area or population. I had no idea. I didn't even know where to where to begin.
2: Um, is Angola
0: in Africa? Angola is in is in Africa, but it is not the biggest. Uh, it's going to be really obvious. Population. As
2: soon as we say it as soon as you say yeah that.
0: what what can i tell you it is so this country is about the size of western australia
2: mm-hmm. what's the second mm. letter johnny
0: <laughs> l is the algeria second algeria is the right answer that is the largest by area very well done okay. well done now largest by population you've definitely heard of this country yes Nigeria. Nigeria is the right answer. Super. Well done. Nigeria has about 15% of the one and a half billion people who live in Africa with around 220 million. There you go. How
2: about that?
1: Well, I found the first question rather painful. (laughs) I I found that a painful experience. (laughs)
2: At least we didn't name countries not in
1: Africa. No,
0: but Brazil
1: is going to be my default answer from here on out.
2: (laughs)
0: All right, you'll do better with this one. All right, you yeah. okay. ready? Question number two: Which band links the albums "Voyage," "Arrival," and "The Visitors"? Hmm. "Voyage,"
1: "Arrival," and "The Visitors."
0: Yeah. No, nah,
2: I don't know. It's up to you, Michael. No,
0: you don't know. I don't think I, so. look, I guarantee that you know really? quite a lot of the back catalogue of this band. Let me give you a clue. Voyage is the ninth and most recent studio album by this band mm-hmm. which was released in twenty twenty
1: one. Okay, so they're current, they're still working.
0: The Visitors was their second last album. So the the one they released before Voyage. Yeah. And that was released in nineteen eighty one.
2: Hmm. And that was
0: their second album.
2: No, second last. No, that was 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 their second last album. Oh, I see. Sorry. Yeah.
0: And Arrival was released in 1976. Are they British? No.
2: It's not someone like Journey or something, is
0: it? It's not. A a very big band, like (laughs) world-topping band Um, of the 70s and 80s. 70s, really. They didn't do anything as a band from 1983 actually is
1: it like, it's not like F- pink floyd or something
0: you're kind of closer but, but not but no
1: yeah and they are british as well um yeah they but, are
0: oh. british yeah. this is a band from europe abba it is abba. <laughs> abba there you go yeah, yeah. Okay. It's ABBA. Oh, so yeah, Voyage was their album that they released like so two years weird. ago. I,
2: that was the first band that came to mind and I was like, no way is it ABBA. That's
0: not going to be it. I knew that you would know that.
2: But I don't know any of their album names. I've Like I know no. so many songs but yeah. I haven't. You really...
0: know their best of. Yeah. That's what yeah. we all know. Yeah. Mm.
2: Very well done. You got there. <laughs> With a lot of help. All right. You? <laughs> You're sure. very supportive. That's what I'm here yeah. for.
0: Okay. That that was
1: that was painful too,
0: Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Mark. That's, this is okay, not. Man. uh yeah, okay. I don't know if it's going to get much better for you uh, yeah. either, because there, there's not any uh, U.S. politics in in this quiz. I'm afraid. Shit. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. That's okay. Um, man. Question number three. Okay. Is a snickersnee. Oh. This is a model choice. Do you know what a Snickersnee is? No, I just <laughs> no idea. Oh, I'm picturing a Snickers bar, man.
2: He's hanging his head, looking very just... So,
0: Snickersnee go. is spelt S N I C K E R S N E E. Is it A, a German sausage, B, a children's toy, or C, a large knife? Snickersnee. Snickersnee. Um, do you speak German? You don't.
2: Nine. No? Nine. Um, I don't think it's a sausage. Okay. And of course, it probably is now. <laughs> um, for some reason, I want to say knife, but I don't know why. It's a good name for a children's toy, if that's what it is.
1: A snickersy snee. Mm. I really want it to be a sausage, personally. Do you? <laughs> I do. Well,
2: do you want to go with sausage? I'd like to go with sausage, okay. please.
0: Mark wants to go with sausage. Oh, I'm afraid that's
2: incorrect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is not a sausage. It's a knife, is it?
2: It's a large knife. <laughs> this is why I am the film producer.
0: <laughs> I don't, look, I don't want to start anything between you two. It's fine.
2: Yeah, it's, it's a,
0: a large knife and it, it was used from about the 17th century, mm. possibly from Dutch origins, from the, the Dutch language. And it, it also describes a knife fight. So it's particularly oh, a cool. fighting knife. Oh. A snicker-snee. That's, That's cool. cool. So, yeah, there you go. All right, question number four. Since the departure of Stan Grant, who is the fill-in host of the ABC's Q&A?
2: Go, Mark. I haven't watched TV in a long time.
0: I haven't actually watched Q&A in a little while either. I knew
1: that Stan left. Um, who stepped in? I think... Was like Patricia Carvelis in the mix for
2: uh, Johnny's eyes have lit up? Yes.
0: Yeah. 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 Go with, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, go, with re- go with your gut. Yeah, Patricia Carvelis. Patricia Carvelis is the right answer. Yeah. Oh, great. She is the stand-in host of Q and A right now. But they're talking
1: about maybe seeing if it could be permanent position, per- perhaps. Right? Perhaps.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure. It's all. It's all up in the air, as, as far as I know. Mm. Do you know do you, have you met PK? I,
1: I haven't met her, but I listen to the radio quite a lot. So, yeah, yeah I, I hear her program quite a bit.
0: Maybe she'll get you on to promote the
1: rooster. That'd be great. Get me on, PK. <laughs> get me on Q&A.
2: Get on Q&A, Mark. Give them your opinion. Q&A. Yeah. PK. I think Q&A would be one of the most stressful things to go on. Oh,
1: speaking of which... Do you remember yes. that extraordinary moment, I think it was during lockdown in the COVID, where Virginia Gay managed oh, yeah. to talk politics yes. on Q&A and then get up and deliver an exquisite monologue? Yeah. There must be about yeah. two people in Australia who could do that and your wife, Johnny, is probably one of them. Your partner is probably <laughs> one of them. But they're they're probably the only two. I don't think two. I could do it. I, I, could, I couldn't oh. do it. Yeah. No way. I
0: pretend to be able to do it. But you know.
1: But then to sort of be in your sort of argumentative frontal lobe, and then just somehow manifest your, yeah. uh, like a conjuring yeah. of a
0: world, extraordinary, and a world
2: that she had written as yeah. well.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was that beautiful. Uh, well, it was actually a two-person element mm. of the play uh, of the adaptation of Cyrano that she did, but she did it as a monologue. Mm. And it was like the, this closing moment. Did you see Cyrano? Her, her no, Cyrano we missed it. No, company? yeah. Oh, was it an extraordinary piece of mm. theatre? And that monologue that she did on Q and A was the closing moments between these this love story between yes. these two characters. Oh wow! It's gorgeous. It's mm. really good. And it was. You're right. It was deep in the pandemic, mm. and it was about. What we want to do, yeah, mm. you know yeah. those, yeah, it was gorgeous. It's very beautiful. Anyway, question number five: How many prime numbers are there between one and twenty? You shaking your head, Ow. Jerry. What is it? You don't have a <laughs> what, maths brain. It? It's no. like one. I'm scared. Three, seven. So don't count one because it's count between one. one and twenty. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah.
1: So three, seven uh nine. Thir- no 9 can be divided uh, 13
2: what is the definition of a prime number again it can't be it's is only th- divisible by 1 in itself is that right
1: correct yeah um so 13 17 what about 15 no all oh, three uh uh-huh. 17 and 19 um
0: so what's that is that four uh no 4 or 5 okay you've named correct ones so you haven't you haven't but named haven't got incorrect ones, but you haven't got them all. There's uh, one right at the beginning. What? What comes Two. before three? Two. Two's Two is a prime number. Is it? Yeah. Because it Six. can only be divis- div- divided oh. by itself and one.
2: Yeah. Mm. Okay.
1: Sure. Okay.
0: Two, Look, that's three, as good as I can get. Five. You got very five. close. I got five. five. Did you say seven? Yeah, mm. I got seven. Two, yeah. three, five. Seven. Seven. There's also one before the next one you said.
1: Before 13. 11. 11. Yeah, yeah 11. 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 11. Yeah. 13. 13.
0: 13. Yeah. Seven. 17, 19.
2: 17, 19. So
0: there's seven. Oh, no, there's eight. There should be eight. Oh, oh
2: there's eight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Two, three, five, seven, 11, 13, 17 and 19. Yeah, eight, yeah. We
2: Look, can count. We... God,
0: I think we should you be get paid. Three actors
2: in a room I, I think together. we should be paid that Jesus. one. Actually,
0: um, absolutely. I we, I, oh, no, I'm giving you that one because you, you a couple. You yeah. can give us
2: a couple of points. Like yeah, a, I'll a give three, you a three quarters couple. of a point, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I did, <laughs> sure. I did. I did.
1: Se- miss two. Eights I did seven eight. I missed two. I missed two.
2: that you. was a bad
0: one. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll give you six eights. That's
2: well, fair. Three, three quarters. Yeah, that's three quarters. Yeah, three quarters.
0: Very well done. Oh. All right, we're going to take a little break.
2: That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST.
0: You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by Geraldine Hayquill and Mark Winter, and we are up to question number six. Who has stood in for an injured Sam Kerr as Matilda's captain during the FIFA Women's World Cup? Go,
2: Mark.
0: Oh, I don't have know you been paying captain. attention? I know you've been, There's been a lot going on for you guys.
2: I'm embarrassed that I haven't because I'm very supportive of it in theory, but I just, <laughs> just in practice, it's just sport. been. <laughs> I'm <beyond laughs> you. just not very good at watching. Look, it. Look, I've had
1: have had a little bit of attention, Johnny, with it because I, I I'm a big cricket fan. And so oh, I felt that so, yeah. the Ashes have been a clash. Yes. So I've been sort of quite emotionally involved in the Ashes. I did watch m- most of the game the other night where we beat Canada, but I don't yes. know who the captain Can you give me the score line? Was. 4 0. Correct. Yeah. I was there.
0: I got, t- Were I, you I got joking. Tickets I, oh, yeah. Have
2: fun.
0: It was amazing. Incredible. Ep. The, the atmosphere was just yeah. amazing. That's so cool. Um, so, look, I, I couldn't... I
2: could not re- Is know. it Van...
0: Uh, oh, no. Man. Oh, Van Egmont? No. Is, is that where you're <laughs> Yeah. Going? Yeah. No. yeah. No. Her initials no, are SC. Have you watched the Matilda's documentary on Disney Plus? No. I haven't. Do you know no. what I'm talking about that? Oh, no. mate. No. Do that. Both oh, of you. I will. Okay. Do that. It's this six-part series. But what it does is shows a different way for sports people, for teams to be motivated. And it it shows a different way. Like, you know how most sport, most men's sport is combative and Mm. angry and, Mm. you know, like... Yeah. Yeah, combative is is the yeah. the best way I can kind of describe it. Their coach, the Socceroos coach, uh, I mean the Matildas coach, Tony Gustafsson is all about the love and the joy and the you know like the the kids they're, they're, the players kids are invited into camp mm. and their families are invited into camp and it's just this oh it's beautiful. Mm. It's, he oh, his style is a new beautiful form of leadership. Oh, um, how amazing! Yeah.
2: Amazing. I really
0: recommend watching the sh- that documentary, even if you don't particularly care about football mm. soccer. No, I. I, I yeah. You know,
1: I do really enjoy it, but um, yeah, I'm really. In- yeah. Um, so he he feels the best way to bring out the the best in his players is to bring out the best of them as people exactly in, in a, it, you know and and ha- have their fullest lives and all of that is integrated yeah. into mm. what happens on the pitch yeah <laughs>
0: that is exactly yeah. right yeah
1: oh that's um yeah. beautiful i mean there's been it's been so interesting too just with this ashes series and the the baseball, um kind yeah. of you know conversation yeah, because I guess in essence, yeah, and the, it's about the spirit of empowering cricket, you kind of. to, you know, play your freest and be, yeah. you know, released of feeling, you know, that pressure to, you know, do something different other than play, you know, freely and poetically. I guess, mm. but I, I think the yeah. uh, Matildas carry it a little bit more graciously than perhaps our English brethren across <laughs> the waters.
0: Maybe. Anyway, we've gone a long way off. The, yeah, the, uh, ca- the captain the topic. Yes. Um I the don't captain have an of the or you. the stand in captain of the Matildas. Her initials are SC. She currently plays she's a defender for Arsenal wow. uh over in England. She scored she stepped up as the ca- stand in captain and took the penalty spot kick and scored the winning goal oh, in yeah. Australia's opening game of the World Cup against Ireland. Mm-hmm. And she also scored the final fourth, goal the in goal. Australia's 4-0... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the spot kick again. Yeah, look, I,
1: yeah, I can't, I can't um, manifest no. the name. The no, first name is
0: Steph, uh, with a surname uh, starting with C that incorporates the, the word that we use <laughs> for a domesticated animal. Cat. Yes, cat.
2: Steph, cat... I actually have
0: no idea. So, Cat... cat. Lynn? What what did you say? cat Lee. Yeah. (laughs) Steph Catley. Yeah. Is the right answer. Steph Catley has been standing in as the captain for the injured Sam Kerr for the Matildas during this FIFA Women's World Cup. Very well done. You got there in the end.
1: Bless her. Bless the Uh, Matildas. All right.
0: Question number seven. This is a tricky one, I think. Oh, oh. Yeah, They've so all been I, tricky. I apologise again. <laughs> <laughs>
2: this will be the one we get. Question
0: This'll number seven. The one we get. W is the chemical symbol for which element? Oh. How's your periodic table knowledge? It doesn't minimal. extend to W. Very
2: minimal. Um,
0: <laughs> you didn't get to W. What about no.
2: now? It's a bit of a tricky well, one. Well, it won't start with W, right?
0: Exactly right. In English, we call it something else. Yes. But its symbol is W because in German and a lot of the other European languages, Mm -hmm. the word for it is Wolfram. Mm. W-O-L-F-R-A-M. Wolfram. But we know it as something else. It has the highest melting point of all known elements. How about that? Melting at... Three thousand four hundred and twenty-two oh. degrees centigrade, and it also has the highest boiling point Wow. at five, nearly six thousand degrees oh, Celsius. Wow. Um, so it is—it's a metal. Yeah. yeah, in our language, it starts with T. Titanium, not titanium. Um. Harder, rarer, and
2: tungsten.
0: Tungsten is the right answer. Well done. That was yeah. impressive. Thank you. Tungsten has Tungsten. the chemical wow. symbol W. Wow! Very well done. That was. Weird. I only
2: got it because you said the letter T.
0: That was well impressive. Thanks. Well done. <laughs> Question number eight. Voodoo is a, is a syncretic religion practiced chiefly in which. Caribbean nation, or Caribbean nation.
2: I want to say Barbados, but I don't know
0: why. I th- I think you want to say Barbados because of the play The Crucible and the and character Tituba, who always talks about Barbados.
2: <laughs> and is that a uh, good thing that I want to say that, or are we incorrect? Look, it no. is
0: incorrect, but Jamaica. It, it's not horribly incorrect. Like, mm. again, you've... T- Haiti is the Mm. right answer. How did that, where did that come from?
2: My brain, some dark recess of my brain. I'm not sure why. Very well done. Great.
0: You're on fire.
2: Mm. Jerry's
0: on fire. All right, question number nine. (laughs) What is the first book of the New Testament of the Bible? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you both give me looks of utter disdain I feel like had with one of
2: that one. Last time we were on this show.
0: The first book of the Bible
2: As of the New
0: testament. New testament. So what's that? So that's the, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. Yeah, that's right. Matthew. So which one uh, which one is it?
2: Matthew?
0: Well, they always go in that order. Matthew, Mark, Mark, Luke, John. They always go in that John. order. And I think maybe that's <laughs> so it's the Ma- way that is they they go <laughs> because it is the testament of, of or the gospel of Matthew. Matthew.
1: The Gospel of yeah. Matthew. Yeah. Okay.
0: Even though uh, most scholars agree that Mark is pro- was probably the first one written.
2: There you go. There you go, darling. Hey?
0: There you go. Number one. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. We're up Thanks. to the final question. Question number 10. In what year did Cyclone Tracy occur?
2: Oh.
0: Do you know this? How's your hi- uh, history of Darwin? Well.
2: I feel like we did study it at school, so it must have been I'm just trying to remember when we would have I think it was in primary school, so I feel like it was am I crazy? Am I going No, too far no, you're back? not crazy. It
0: it happened before any of us were born. Yeah. There you go. There's a yeah. there's a clue. Yeah. Yeah. I am I insane to associate it with sort of World War Two? No, yes, you are insane to associate <laughs> Oh well you're not insane to associate it with World War Two. You're probably uh, there's a there's off. a f- song, I think. Uh, who's it by? There's an Australian band that sing that wrote a song called Tojo, uh. where they they kind of compare the fear of. Japanese invasion during World War II in Darwin. With Tracy. With the Cyclone Tracy. Right, right, right. And that there was all this fear around the invasion of the Japanese that didn't actually happen. Mm. And then there's there was next to no care or mm. worry about Cyclone Tracy, which actually just mm. completely destroyed Darwin. Darwin. D- destroying more than 70% of Darwin's buildings, Whoa. including 80% of the houses leaving over half the population homeless. My god. And and killing 71 people. Wow. And it happened do do you know the time of year when it happened? It was Christmas. Christmas,
2: wasn't it? Christmas. It was Christmas. Yes. yes, exactly right. It was Christmas. Why do I want to say 19 was Not. it was it the 60s? No, l- the 60s? after the
0: 60s. I want to say
2: 1978. <laughs>
0: That is incorrect. 74 is the right answer. 74,
1: there you go. Yeah. Okay. Well
0: done. Christmas 1974.
2: The 24th and t-
0: uh, to the 26th of December 1974 is when Cyclone Tracy destroyed That was also from
2: some Darwin. dark recess of my
0: brain. Some voodoo <laughs> snickety knee of your brain. <laughs>
1: the House. I'm so sorry,
0: Mark. It, it has clearly been a very... Tricky quiz for you. A very challenging and... uh, It's
1: been tough out here, bro. (laughs)
0: Destabilising quiz for Mark.
1: Yeah, I need some of the Wolfhouser (laughs) to arm my brain against the snickety knees of your questions.
2: Close. I mean, sort of like slightly
0: off. Uh, I do apologise. But please, can you give a little plug? When can people see the rooster at, or or how should people find out where they can when and where they can see the okay, rooster Okay
2: so it's at the Melbourne Film Festival from today Saturday the 5th of August it's also playing on the 9th and the 12th
1: So today's sold out there's a screening at IMAX um, on the 9th. On, on, on the yeah, 9th it's, which
0: is pretty exciting, which Your is film screening on IMAX. Yeah, yeah man, yeah. it's
1: amazing because um,
2: it's part of the competition. Wow. All the competition yeah. films get an IMAX screening.
1: So nice. there's some, uh, there are a few tickets left for that. Fantastic. And then it does a final screening in the festival at the comedy theatre. And what day is that?
2: That's the twelfth.
1: That's the twelfth of August. So, and there's definitely still tickets available for that. Um, and then if you're regional, it's screening at many, many different sort of cinemas in the, uh, in the to... regions. But if you go to the MIF website and have a look at The Rooster is the name of the yeah, film.
0: So that's MIF, M-I-F-F, M-I-F-F dot com, dot that's And right. yeah, it's, it's screening in cinemas around the state like Castlemaine, Bendigo, Rosebud, Warrnambool, Achuka and Bright. And
2: then hopefully, um, well, definitely, there will be a cinema release probably early next year. And if anyone wants to follow along, we've got an Instagram page, which is at The Rooster Film.
1: And can I just make a uh, solemn pledge to your listeners, Johnny, (laughs) that this film is much better than my performance (laughs) on this quiz this morning. I can back that up, and uh, I, can, I can confirm that that's true. I, I right. would like to. I would like the listeners to know. <laughs> well,
0: now they know. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks for doing the quiz. Thanks, you snickety near you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Saturday Quiz. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks to Mark Winter and Geraldine Hakewell for being my guests this week. Their film, The Rooster, opens at the Melbourne International Film Festival tonight. Go to myth.com.au for details. There are also plenty of other films in the festival for you to check out, including one that I'm in, Late Night with the Devil. Thanks to Cindy MacDonald for the questions each and every week. This podcast is recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. I acknowledge their traditions of sharing stories and knowledge for millennia on this land and pay my respects to their elders past and present. My name's John Leary, and I'll have more questions for you same time next week. Normally,
1: being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.